Welcome back to the podcast. Of course, this is the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. I'm your host, Easton Parks. Today's date is Tuesday, October 17th, and it is 6.40 p.m. currently. And let's jump right into some new music. All right. Um, maybe my most looked forward to. Is that a, is that a phrase? Most looked forward to. I could rephrase that better. The project that I looked forward to the most, probably this entire year, um, if not the entire year, at least from summer and up, or ever since it was released, is West Side Guns and Then You Pray For Me. What do I think about and then you pray for me? Uh, it could have been better. It could have been better. West Side Gun opens up with a great couple tracks of songs with Mama's Prime Time, Costas, 1989, Kitchen Lights, some really good songs. Of course, with Costas, I think I'm saying that right, he's up on a uh, trap beat and um, with some of the other songs. He's got some Conductor Williams beats and other kind of typical um, boom bap beats. Uh, but you get past those first couple groups of songs and I'm just like disappointed. A lot of the criticism I'm going to say right now is a lot of what people are saying online. And that's because... Generally, those people are right. Um, West Side Gun does not really fit that well onto trap production. I think on a song like Costas, for example, I really like that song. That's trap production. But it's got who's on it? Benny the Butcher and Conway. And those two do really well on it, and it kind of seems, it, it makes it makes Westside's performance seem better because theirs was really good, but he just does not flow and sit well on these trap beats, and some of these trap beats that he has are just not good either. He's got this song with Trapaholics producing it, and it just sounds ridiculous. Now, I think a lot of this record is getting overhated because a lot of the goods outweigh the bads. Um, the, the features are incredible for the most part. But I just think the choices in production and some of the choices in flow and fit for this record were not made to the highest degree. Um I think on Rachel Music, I gave it like a three and a half or a three out of five. And I think that's what I'm going to stick with. A lot of people are saying it's going to grow on you. And it could grow on me, but the Trapaholic songs, <laughs> I don't ever see myself liking that. Um, Stove God Cooks is a really bright spot on this record, and he's on it a lot. I think some of the DJ drama moments were actually really nice. Um, 
Conway was great. The Denzel Curry, the JID was awesome. But it's really some of the trap production on this that kills the whole flow. And that's that's why it's like a six or seven for me if we got to put it out of ten. Sad day. So that's And You Pray For Me by West Side Gun. What else came out? Uh, Boy Genius. The Rest EP. Lorraine, I Killed Your Dog album. Maple Glider, I Get Into Trouble album. 4D Country, Geese EP. Maruja, One Hand Behind the Devil single. Fred Again, 10 single. Jacob Slade, Soft Spoken album. Mike, Burning Desire album. Ken Carson, A Great Chaos album. Have I listened to any of these in full, you may ask, um, other than the singles? And the answer is no, unfortunately. Lorraine, I Killed Your Dog, seemed to have got a glowing review on Pitchfork with over an eight, possibly best new music. I've gotten halfway through that record a couple times, just like putting it on the background and stuff. And it seems okay. I don't know if it's a Pitchfork 8 worthy album, but I got to listen to the whole thing. Maple Glider, I get into trouble. I really like the first song and then I get to Dinah and that song kind of throws me off. Um, it could be good though. The rest EP, I haven't even listened to that by Boy Genius. I bet it's all right. Jacob Slade, Milwaukee indie folk darling. I'm really excited to sink my teeth into this one. Jacob Slade's work is really sweet, and um, I like him a lot. So I'm excited to listen to that one. Mike Burning Desire is something that I'm really excited about. People are really high on this release, and I think Mike in general is one of those hip-hop artists that can just put out anything, and it's going to be awesome. Um, he's really good, so I'm... I'm high on that one, and I've heard a few tracks from it. And then this Ken Carson record everybody's talking about. I listened to like the first three, four songs, and it, this opium wave of hip-hop and rap music, I don't know what to think about. Uh, I love Playboy Cardi, and I love what he did with Whole Lotta Red. But all these opium dudes like Ken and Lone, um, for those that don't know, that's Ken Carson and Destroy Lonely. I, I don't know what to say. The production is what they would call like a rage aesthetic, rage music, something that people want to mosh pit to, go crazy with. And I hear that. It's a lot of huge synths, distorted synths, big bass hits, muddy, really muddy production. And it can work, but I don't know if it does. And then you layer Ken's vocals on top of that, and it's just even more muddy. And I just don't know if I can get into it or not. 
I haven't listened to the whole record. I don't know if I could get through the whole record, but I'm going to listen to it more in general. And I'll see if I like it or not. I don't see myself liking it, unfortunately. It's in that yeet kind of lane. It's in that it's in that rage lane, which I can like in moderation. But when they throw you how many tracks? 18 tracks, 47 minutes. And it feels like 18 tracks, an hour 30. Just because of how muddy everything is, it's harder to get through. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm not really high on a lot of the Opium guys, although I'm really high on Playboy, which is just, I guess it contradicts, but I just think he's the artist out of those guys. And these guys are just the minions, the puppets. So that's all the new music I uh, that came out for the most part. I'm really excited about listening to the Lorraine, Jacob Slade, and Mike Moore. And I think those could all be really good. Is there anything else that came out? Let's look. I got my Apple Music pulled up into the new music section. Bad Bunny. Uh, I've been hearing it's bad. I've been hearing it's really bad. And I'm not going to listen to it, unfortunately. Chelsea Cutler put out something. I don't know how that's been can looked at. Offset is another person I will not listen to just because I don't care. Troy Sivan put out a record, and that could be all right. I've been seeing a good praise. So that might be something I listen to in the future. Other than that, not a whole lot else from new music standpoint. So that's this uh, week in totality in music. I want to reiterate from my last podcast that Drake's For All the Dogs is not good. Uh, yeah, Drake is not good in general. Don't listen to Drake. I want to shout out a record that I talked about, I think, last week. But I don't know if I talked about it in full detail. That's Slousen Malone 1. Um, put out a fantastic album uh, called Excelsior. And I wrote a review for it up on the emmymusic.com website. Go to emmymusic.com. Go to album reviews. Go to Slousen Malone 1. And uh, go ahead and read that. I gave it a 9 out of 10, which is uh, high praise for me. And it slides right into my top five for the year, which is awesome. I know I talked about this last week a little bit, but Really still high on Slouse and Malone 1, Excelsior. And what I've learned writing this review is that he's the son of Wynton Marsalis. He is Jasper Marsalis, famed composer, jazz composer, and jazz musician. And it makes a lot more sense that he's got this music in his blood, but just a total different spin on popular music. Um, and it's fantastic. So keep listening to that if 
I got through your thick skulls with that one. Uh, music news. Should I talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? <laughs> Didn't Taylor Swift make a lot of money at the box office this weekend? Yes. Do I care? Not really. Taylor Swift is cool, I guess. She makes a lot of money, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just looked up music news. Bandcamp lays off half its staff after buyout. Wow. I have not heard of this. This is shocking. Bandcamp is maybe the best music streaming, music acquiring, if you want to buy MP3s or merch or whatnot. Bandcamp is the best music app on the market. And it's sad to see that half the staff just got laid off. Bandcamp's known for kind of helping and supporting independent artists and labels. And they got purchased by Epic Games maybe a year ago or half a year ago. And now it looks like Song Trader. I've never heard of Song Trader. Um, is buying Bandcamp from Epic Games. Um, they're telling us that this acquisition will help Bandcamp grow with the Music First company, Song Trader. So that's interesting from a music enjoyer's perspective and a financial expect perspective. Wow. So I guess that's sad for some of the employees, but maybe good for Bandcamp in the long run. You never really know. You never really know. <sighs> yeah, so the other uh, music news isn't really that cool. Danny Brown announced uh, a new LP, a new record with uh, some people on it, but it's and it's in a it's an independent solo record, whatever you want to call it, called Quarenta. And um, anything Danny Brown is exciting, so that's some good news for you music lovers. And now I guess it's time to look at uh, the good old Metacritic album release calendar. Blink One Eighty Two is putting out an album next week. Um, I'm probably not going to listen to it, and if I do, I'll listen to a couple songs and turn it off. So that's exciting. Anybody else that matters in my mind? Sampha is putting out a new record for the first time in, what is it, five years? It's pronounced Sampha, I'm pretty sure. Wow, I butchered that. The Streets, new LP, that's kind of exciting. Um, not seeing a lot of big releases. Bombay Bicycle Club, I don't know if they're relevant these days. So that's all coming out this this Friday. A couple other ones coming out the following Friday, which will be exciting. I can talk about next week. But not a huge release calendar weekend. Uh, what can you expect? Is there anything that I missed? I'm looking. I don't think so. 
yeah, I guess keep listening to music, keep going to shows, keep supporting your independent and local indie artists. I'll be at Lil Yachty on the 4th of November. I'll probably at, I'll probably be at Dell Water Gap on the 1st of November with press credentials, which will be fun, hopefully. Um, Axe and the Hatchet Man are coming to Madison November 10th, which is really cool. Go see them for free. Um, go read some Emmy publication um, articles. Support some of your local magazines. Do all that good music listening kind of stuff. Because if you're listening to me yap at you right now, there's a lot more you could be doing to support music. And so, uh, yeah. Well, this felt like a good podcast. I'm at 17 minutes. That's uh, pretty standard and I'd say a good mark to be hitting. Uh, Thanks for joining me. Of course, I am Easton, the host of the Musicians Weekly Digest. There was no the in the title, so. Um, Musicians Weekly Digest, for those that are still listening to me ramble. It's 6.57 now. It's Tuesday, October 17th. Back to the Tuesday release, which is my favorite release. Time frame and schedule. It's good to be back on a Tuesday. And, uh... Yeah, thanks for listening. See you next time. Peace.